Hello, and welcome to Fast Facts Max, a quick podcast good enough to get you a C. Minus. My name's Matt, and I've got a quick story to tell you. And my name's Kev, I have a story to drag out, poke holes in, you know, pick on. Do what you do. I do what I do. Yeah, you do your worst. I'll do some interrupting. Uh Uh-huh. Well, in 19... Speculating. In 1974, speaking of interrupting, a man (laughs) named Wilson Key, who was a former professor at the University of Western Ontario, uh, I might add. Hey, that's near here. Uh Uh-huh. And a a friend of Marshall McLuhan. You know who Marshall McLuhan is? No. He's... He he wrote famously the the medium is the message. Have you ever heard that phrase? Oh yeah, yeah I've heard that. That's Marshall McLuhan. Um, this Wilson Key wrote a book called Subliminal Seduction that made several claims that I think people nowadays just take as pretty much the truth. Now the, okay. these claims are your typical. You know, uh, companies hide penises and vaginas in uh, ice cubes in advertisements and things like that. Like, no, they want a hundred percent do. What's that? I see dicks everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere I look, just nothing but penises. (laughs) Nothing but dicks. Okay, I don't care. (laughs) I believe that to be true. Well, um. That was, uh, yeah, that that was one of the things. And, hey, I remember, like, in school doing projects where the teacher gave us advertisements and asked us to look for the, basically, for the dicks hidden in, in ice cream. Really? Yeah, and I never found any, <laughs> like, anything that I thought convincingly looked like a dick. But, uh, yeah, like, that was stuff that actually wound up in, in curriculums. The other thing that he put in there uh, is that you could advertise something by flashing a subliminal message in, like, a film. Uh, oh, I'm sure yeah. you've heard this before. You know, you flash an image that maybe says, uh, you know, thirsty, buy Pepsi, you know, in in, in between frames of a movie. And by gone it, uh, people might go buy, buy more Pepsi. In fact, that latter claim was based on a test that was set up by a guy named James Vickery. Let's talk about the test, the Vickery experiment here. Vickery. Was he a doctor? Uh, no. No, he... So then he can be Vickery Dickery Doc. Yeah? Okay. I don't know. I don't know. It's getting late. It is. It's getting late. (laughs) And you're not getting any better. Um, (laughs) No, he was... uh, He owned a movie theater. Uh, But what he did is he added hidden messages to certain showings of the movie Picnic. Uh, These messages would flash on screen for three thousandths of a second, which is below the perceptible level. Now, the results, famously, the results of his showing, um, him showing these messages were, were that popcorn and pop had noticeable increases in sales in the showings that had these messages versus the ones that didn't, right? So that's the story that gets out there and it spreads like wildfire. You still hear about this story today. Like there are certain psych classes that are still teaching this story. Um, But that story has a second act that never really gets talked about a whole lot. 
Um, act two is that there's this company called the Harcourt, Har, sorry, Harcourt Assessments. They made like diagnostic testing material for the psychological profession. Or um, yeah, no, I think that was that was like correct. like Rorschach tests and stuff. things. Yeah, like sort of assistance things, and and. This is in the 50s, mind you. They, they challenged this guy to repeat those results under controlled circumstances. And he obliged. But in their experiment, the group that got the flashing message uh, had no change with the control group. They didn't buy more, any more or less popcorn. Uh, when they pressed this guy, Vickery, he, uh, he admitted that he'd actually just kind of fudged the numbers for his his famous experiment. It hadn't actually worked at all. Um, and then five years later, Charlatan. yeah, five years later in an interview with advertising age, which is a magazine, uh, he admitted that he actually just never did the experiment in the first place. He just kind of figured that that would work and <laughs> pretended that no he did. Kidding. Yeah. And rode, rode the publicity wave. You still hear about the first part of this story that he did this experiment and that's how it works. And you never hear about the second part where it turned out he just made it up. So subliminal messages on a whole are bullshit? Yeah. Like not even remotely no, don't work at all. No, not plausible. Can't listen to Tony Robbins while you sleep and transform your life. No. No. no not tapes going in my carriage. <laughs> <laughs> what about the other part of what this guy was saying about the uh, the hidden hidden sexy messages? Well, let's kind of think about that for a second while I just pause here and have a cough and take a drink. <coughs> really, with the prevalence of overt sex and advertisements for just about every product... What would the benefit of having any sort of subliminal sexual message be? Uh, and I don't know. If an advertiser like doesn't want any sex appeal in their ad, um, it's not for the lack of option, right? So hiding something sexy in like a an advertisement for someone who definitely does not want that in their ad. That's not good. That would be a bad thing. If they found that you would get fired and sued and, right. and all that stuff. So, you know, and the last kind of point I'm, I, I want to make to that there, which ties very neatly into what you had originally said is, you know, if you look for dicks, you'll find them everywhere. Like, everything looks like a dick if you look at it from the right layer. Or, look, like, really, everything is I like... I don't even have to squint when I look at you. Ah! <laughs> you can just close your eyes. Uh, aside from the lateness. <laughs> really, like, you know, if you're looking for rods or ovals or balls or circles, like, you're going to find that shit everywhere. So Yeah, you know what my theory is, actually? That we're... Disgrunt disgruntled artists. <laughs> There are that Seriously. many. Oh yeah, for sure, man. No, I don't. listen, I'm not gonna say where, but I happen to know there's a place. There shouldn't be dicks, and there's a lot of dicks, and you know all those dicks were put there by disgruntled dicks. 
I will say there is at least one restaurant in the town that you live in whose logo, if you just turn it upside down, is 1,000% a penis. But we can't. Uh, really? Yeah, I'll have to tell you off. <laughs> off. Oh, I need to see that. Yeah. I'll tell you once we're, once we're done. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, like, disgruntled artists. Yeah, I That's know. where it's at. But yeah, that's uh, that's that's the fast facts fact is just the the story of uh, of a lie, basically a lie that has become common knowledge. How fun! What a world we live in. Huh. Who knew? Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, folks. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Fact Smacks. We hope you enjoyed our show. If you want to hear more, be sure to check us out on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash facts schmacks. Or you can check us out on Facebook or on YouTube or on Twitter.com at Fact Schmacked Pod. We also have a website, factschmacks.xyz, because we know you haven't had enough yet. Sure. <laughs>